In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. is I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. Ladies, this is the show that's here to give you stories of hope and healing from someone who has been there, someone who has fought back from the horrors of incest. Minister Diane's innocence was stolen from her in the land of alcoholism and mental illness, which led to her being emotionally, physically, and sexually abused by her parents. Yet in spite of the trauma of her early years, she went on to become a successful wife, mother, registered nurse, and minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Plus, she's a virtuous woman who can help you find that woman in your life. Don't let the weight of this world or things that happen to you control your life. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, here is your host, Minister Diane Jones. Hey, people, this is me, Miss Diane. Happy Monday to you. I truly hope that you are well. But if you're not, I hope tonight's topic will give you hope. That intro just really makes me sound wonderful, doesn't it? Just makes me sound like Woo, wow, she fought back and she's an overcomer and she's all that. I, I, I have a t- testimony, that is for sure. I have a testimony. I have um, a story to tell. But you know what? I realized some time ago, I realized that my greatest strength, the greatest strength that I attribute to myself is the fact that I came to the end of myself, that I realized one day how much I needed the Lord in my life. To me, that is my greatest strength. That is my greatest attribute, is that I came to the end of me. And because of that, because of that, I have overcome Because of Christ, I have overcome many of the obstacles, many of the traumas, much of the pain and the difficulties in my life and in my past. And because of that, I like to share those things. I am I am called actually to share those things with other people. And to let you know that it can happen for you, too. If you are living in turmoil, if you are living in hell, if you are suffering because of um, abuse and divorce and, um, you know, people just using you and misusing you, hey, there is hope. And there is an answer. 
And I hope tonight's topic will give you hope. You know what? Even if you haven't been abused, even if you haven't been sexually abused, even if you haven't been divorced, you know, there is still hope for a better life than this life. There is still hope for something better than this life. Before I get into tonight's topic, I want to let you know that I, first of all, am sipping my tea as usual. (laughs) Yes, I decided to pull out one of my holiday flavors, and I believe this one is the sugar plum. Just wanted a little spice in my life, so I'm sipping on my sugar plum tea. And what else did I want to let you know? Oh, that I enjoyed having last Monday off. Not going to lie, I enjoyed having last Monday off. (laughs) When the radio station asked me if I had a problem with it, I said, no, not at all. Um, I knew that you would be in good hands and you would hear uh, one of the previous shows. And I think all of the shows have been wonderful and have been beneficial. So I enjoyed having last Monday off. But I have to say that we, Chris and I, and um, those that are involved with Equipping the Saints Ministries have been quite busy. Even though we were off the air, we have been busy because we are still in preparation for our first gospel musical. That is scheduled for June 18th. And it is getting closer It is getting closer. It is less than two weeks away now. It is a gospel musical. It will be a night of splendor. It is a time and will be a time to glorify the King of Kings. That is why it is called the glory of the Lord. I actually, uh, last time I was on the air, I was telling you that if you lived in this area, you should call and try to get tickets, but I actually can't offer any tickets at this point because all my tickets are taken. (laughs) You snooze, you lose, but we do hope and plan to do this again. We hope that this one will open doors for other opportunities to do it over and over until the Lord says enough. So we will keep you posted, even though you missed this one, we'll keep you posted and let you know when we will be having the next one. All righty. All righty. Well, what? Oh, I almost forgot to say, in case you're wondering. Why do we do this musical? Well, why are we doing this musical? The Lord inspired me to do this musical for several reasons. Okay. Um, The first reason is to honor him, is to simply honor him, to honor his name, to, to give him the honor that he deserves. There are so many secular Christian plays. There's so many plays done by quote-unquote Christian ministries 
or people that profess to be Christians, but the tone is worldly. The tone is worldly. It's all given from, you know, a personal perspective or like someone's experience perspective, which is fine in its place. But the Lord just put on my heart to do something that would be all about him, not a mixture, not a mixture, you know, not a com, you know, not a combination if you will, a lot of the plays that I've seen by some very famous people, you know, they have a hint of Christ in there. They have someone talking about bits and pieces of the scripture, but their lives don't line up with the scripture. You know, they, they live like the, the world and, you know, pack their pistols and, and 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 get arrested and go to jail and all this kind of stuff. So they don't live like Christians, but they throw out bits and pieces of the scripture, which is usually twisted and not um, in any um, in any format that's really going to make a difference in anybody's life. It's just entertainment. It's good entertainment to some people. That's good entertainment. But anyway, the Lord just put on my heart to do something that would be all about him. Isn't that an interesting concept? (laughs) Most of these plays, the kind that I'm referring to showcase the participants, the participants and their talent, you know, how well they sing, how well they act, how good they look, that sort of thing. Okay. That's why we came up with the name, the glory of the Lord, because it's all about him. We took the script directly from the book of Revelation. Okay. The book of Revelation reveals so much to us about God's plan for mankind and tells us how life as we know it is going to end one day. The life that we know, the world that we know is going to end one day. But... It is not all gloom and doom. Revelation is not all gloom and doom. Revelation reveals to us the glory of the Lord. It sums up the beginning, everything in between, and how things are going to finish. Okay, and it is not all gloom and doom. I think that's good news, people. So so tonight I'm going to be focusing on the good news about Revelation and the return of Christ. Two weeks ago, there was a prediction by someone, you all probably know who I'm referring to, concerning the rapture, concerning the, quote, end of the world, unquote. Um, it didn't come true course um according to him it was supposed to happen may 21st to be honest with you i didn't pay much attention to his prediction because the scriptures clearly tell us and clearly tell me as i read them that no man knows the day nor the hour that christ will return to pick up his jewels that's right that's right the, the true Christian and the true disciple of Christ is classified as a jewel, something very precious. 
<laughs> Hallelujah. And so no man, according to the scripture, knows the day nor the hour. I didn't totally knock the whole concept, though, because the rapture is imminent. There will be a rapture someday. And I did give thought to some things concerning the prediction. Okay. I gave thought to the fact that um, there wasn't a whole lot said about the the joys of the rapture, the positive side of the rapture, the 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 advantages of the rapture. So after the break, we're gonna talk about some of that good stuff. See you after the break. Has the tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Liberty Christian Center, located in Box Elder, South Dakota. They are a non-denominational, Bible-based, Holy Spirit-led deliverance ministry. Pastor Charles and Romika White, Liberty Christian Center. It's time to capture the simple piece of the Amish in your own life. Amish Wisdom with Suzanne Woods-Fisher. Thursday afternoons at 5, 4 Central. Each week, Suzanne will have conversations with guests about living a life that incorporates principles of the Amish without going Amish. She'll cover the practical, simplicity, slowing down, reducing clutter, putting the brakes on materialism, the historical, how have the Amish survived for 400 years, how can we hold on to what we hold dear, and the spiritual, treasuring important values, honoring the past, and increasing peace of mind. You don't have to become Amish to make personal peace a reality. Amish wisdom will help all of us live a simpler life. For more information, go to SuzanneWoodsFisher.com. With Amish wisdom, Suzanne offers us a glimpse into a world of peace, serenity, and total commitment to family and God. This show just might change the way you live your life. It's Amish wisdom with Suzanne Woods Fisher. Thursday afternoons at 5, 4 Central on Toginet.com. Thank God. Welcome back to I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet.com. The show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. Hey. Yes, it's me, and I'm back, and I'm excited because I told you that we are going to talk about some of the good stuff, some of the good things that Revelation has to say, and about the joy that awaits those who are raptured when the rapture does occur. When this whole um, prediction was going around, matter of fact, I heard about it uh, sometime, I would say, back in 2010. 
Uh, I don't remember specifically, but um, I was out at the base one day, the Air Force base out here, and one of the followers of this ministry was passing out literature and gave me, you know, some information. And I kind of started reading it because as a Christian, you know, I'm, I'm always interested in things about Christ. And I started reading it, and when I got to the part about, you know, the specific day, May 21st, and the year and whatnot, then that's when I kind of, you know, lost interest because it's contrary to Scripture. But um, when this whole prediction was going on and I was seeing people talking about it on the news and they kind of said it, you know, jokingly and half-heartedly and, and whatnot, and you know what? I wasn't foolish enough to just totally discount it um, in the sense that I knew that he could not know the date and the hour, but I also know that the rapture is imminent and that it should never be. It should never be. The the thought of that should never be taken lightly. The thought of that should never be taken lightly. And um, I afterwards, it was kind of like after the fact, you know, maybe a week or so after the fact, you know, well, that's not true. Even even the day of, I remember sitting in in the parking lot because I was running errands that day, and I remember thinking to myself, "Well, this is the day that this is supposed supposed to happen." And I said, "You know, Lord, um, I know what Your Word says, so I'm not really tripping about that. But if You were coming today, I was talking to the Lord and just letting Him know, you know, I would be happy to see You. I would be happy." that the struggles of this life are would be over that the struggles of this life the the stress and the hustle and the bustle and and the fact that you can't you know that you can't live without uh uh worry not necessarily worrying because as Christians we don't we don't worry if you know what I'm saying uh when things come our way and we begin to worry we we're supposed to give that back to the Lord and and, and and rebuke that anxiety, but the stress of this life, you know, that, that nothing is free, that, that water to water is not free. You know, you can't even drink water freely that you have to pay bills, that you have to pay taxes, that you have to worry about your kids going to school. And, and, and it's a requirement that they go to school and that they be indoctrinated in the ways of sin. And I mean, you know, just all the struggles of relationships and people not liking you and people talking against you and, and people being jealous and, and uh, murder and uh, sexual abuse. And the list goes on and on and on. But I was telling him, you know, I would be, I would be glad to see him and glad that all of that is over with because what the world has to offer to me is not, is not, <laughs> how should I say that? It's not good enough when I know what awaits me in heaven. I know what the scriptures tell me heaven is going to be like. But then I had a moment of sadness because I said the only reason, Lord, that I would be concerned about you coming back today is because I know people that I love, the people that I'm related to, people that I care about who don't believe in you, who don't live for you, who don't trust you, and who will be lost. And that was the only reason that I felt some sadness. But anyway, 
I'm here to tell you tonight that Jesus is coming back. Yeshua is coming back. The Son of God is coming back. There will be a rapture. There will be a second coming. He was here before in the flesh. He accomplished his mission. He conquered hell. He conquered death. He conquered the grave. He conquered sin, sickness, and disease. He went back to be with his father. He ascended and he rose from the dead. He ascended to be with his father. He is in heaven now, preparing a place for those that love him. Preparing a place that is much greater than this life. Much greater people than this life. He's coming back to establish his kingdom on this earth. He's preparing a place and he's going to bring that place to the earth. Not the earth is not going to be like it, like we know it now. You know, it's not going to be full of sin. It's not going to be full of backstabbing and hoe chasing and whoremonging and lying and cheating and stealing. Uh, it's not going to be, you know, full of poverty and, and famine and hunger and earthquakes and tornadoes and not going to be death and, and pain and suffering. No, when, 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 when he comes back for the final time and he establishes his kingdom here on earth, he is going to rule and he is going to reign here in what the scriptures call the new Jerusalem. And it is going to be a holy city. The new Jerusalem is going to be holy, just like heaven is holy, just like God is holy. What do I mean by holy? Won't be no sin. There will be no sin. Sin is what causes death, pain, agony, and sorrow. There will be no sin in heaven. There will be no darkness in heaven. There won't even be nighttime, people. No darkness in heaven. It'll be sunshine. It'll be daytime, I should say. I won't say sunshine. It'll be daytime all the time because the glory of the Lord will be so bright and will be so beautiful that it will illuminate. It will illuminate heaven all the time. It will illuminate heaven even when it comes to earth all the time. There won't be, you know, day and evening. It'll just be day all the time. There won't be rain and hail and thunderstorms. (laughs) It'll be like a tropical paradise all the time. The way it was in the beginning, the way it was in the Garden of Eden. So tonight... I will talk about heaven, the new Jerusalem. And guess what? There will be no prostitution, no sexual immorality, no child abuse, 
no pedophiles, <laughs> no homosexuality. I wasn't really sure how I was going to go from talking about prostitution two weeks ago to talking about heaven. But that's exactly what I'm going to do because I'm telling you that there will be no prostitution, no sexual immorality, no fornicating, no adultery, no cheating. You know, the show Cheaters, uh, <laughs> all the things that, that the media and the world love to glorify, it won't be there in heaven. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. But I'm sorry, people, that won't be in heaven. <laughs> God the Father and God the Son, they will be there. Hallelujah. God said he will wipe away all tears from their eyes. Cheating causes tears. You know, when someone finds out that they've been cheated on, you know, even if it's out of being a job, you know, if they've been cheated out of a job, if they've been cheated out of their money, if they've been cheated on in their relationship, it causes pain and it causes people to cry and it causes tears. He said he will wipe away all tears from their eyes. That's a wonderful thing. As far as I'm concerned, there will never be a reason to cry ever again not because you stumped your toe not because someone broke your heart oh more after the break more after the break (laughs) has a tragic past shattered your future or your now Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. Connect with Juliana and connect with what lies beneath. Friday afternoons at 4 or 3 central on toginet.com. Juliana is a marriage, family, and child therapist who wants people to connect. Connect with what lies beneath those truths and answers. And through her counseling practice, she has helped others find their personal power and fulfill their dreams. And she wants to do the same for you here on Connect with Juliana. Through intimate discussions, intriguing subject matters, and the expertise of her guests. For more on the show and Juliana, check out her webpage. Connect with Juliana in media.com. Juliana will cover it all. Nothing is off limits. She wants to know what matters to you. Make the connection. Tune in to Toginet to connect with Juliana to find out the facts that could be hidden beneath the surface. Connect with Juliana on Toginet to make a quality connection in your life. Friday afternoons at 4, 3 central on toginet.com. Equipping the Saints Ministries. Our mission is to equip and mature the people God calls to do the things they are called to do with confidence and boldness and to create soldiers for the army of the Lord and to impact our communities. If you are not local, you may participate via conference calls or we can make information available to you via email. Equipping the Saints Ministries is home-based in Maryland. You may write to us at Post Office Box 1616, Clinton, Maryland, 20735. Or email us at vir2us1 
at verizon.net. Thank God I am free. I am free. Welcome back to I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet.com. The show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. Yes, sir. I am back and I am excited because when I think of what waits for us, when I think of the joy, as I said earlier, of what waits for us, it's something to get excited about. And, you know, I didn't hear much about that or any of that when this prediction was getting all the media coverage and when this when this guy was making his prediction and I think that that it needs to be said I think that the world needs to know what they're going to miss out on the sinner the one who refuses to repent all of us according to scripture have sinned and have fallen short uh, of the glory of God but if we repent If we turn from our sin, this is what awaits us. There will be no more death. Nobody will die anymore. You will not lose a daughter, a son, a mother, a father, a friend. There will be no more death. No more loss of loved ones. You know, no more sickness, no more hospitals. There won't be the need for the hospitals and therefore there won't be the need for the, <laughs> oh, that I could start a subject right there about hospitals and healthcare because I do have a book about it. The story of me, a black nurse, I could talk about hospitals and healthcare and how, you know, how that has changed and how it's so much about finances now. And it's not about caring for people and um, having compassion for the sick and so forth and so on. But you know what? In heaven, It won't matter because there will be no more sickness, no sorrow of any kind. In Ecclesiastes, it tells us, you know, that there's a time for everything. In this life, there is a time for everything. There is a time to rejoice. There's a time to laugh. There's a time to cry. There's a time to mourn. There's a time to plant. There's a time to pluck up. There's a time to weep. I mean, in this life, you're going to experience the gamut in some way, shape, or form. Okay, you're going to experience joy, you're going to experience pain, you're going to experience sorrow, you know, you're going to experience loss. But in heaven, no more sorrow, nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, not emotional pain, not physical pain. Not spiritual pain, no more demonic oppression, no more demonic possession, no more demonic influence of any kind. He that overcometh. 
because that's what this Christian life is all about is overcoming just like Christ overcame sin we have to overcome sin we can overcome sin through the blood of Christ through his sacrifice we can overcome sin through the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives we can overcome sin where sin no longer rules us where it no longer uh, causes us to do those things that will cause us all this hurt harm and sorrow he that overcometh shall inherit all things imagine okay her light the light of the city is most precious like a jasper stone clear as crystal you know we think some people on earth have good taste we have no idea where they get that from we have no idea <laughs> where they even get the concepts from because we don't give the credit to god but clear as crystal the wall of the city will be jasper i can't think of any city in the history of mankind that was made of jasper in this earth I, I don't remember ever reading about or hearing of any city that was that was made of jasper the city will be pure gold like glass okay people fight and kill and and still and carry on over the gold that we have here you know 24 karat gold 18 karat gold 14 karat gold 10 karat gold but it says the city will be pure gold like glass the foundations of the walls are garnished with precious stones of jasper again i don't know of any city in this earth that ever had the foundations of the walls with precious stones like jasper sapphire chalcedony i don't even know what chalcedony is i think i have seen it in some of the i may have seen it in the in the smithsonian um now i can't remember all the names there were some of those precious stones in the smithsonian that i had never heard uh, or seen before but when i started looking at them i remembered what revelation said and it was like wow oh these are beautiful emerald some of us have never some of you have never owned a piece of 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 real jewelry in your life <laughs> well guess what heaven is going to be made with it created lined the foundations the walls are going to be glorious emerald sardonyx sar- sardius chrysolite i saw some chrysolite in the smithsonian i'm pretty sure of that one i remember that name beautiful colors chrysolite beryl topaz i've seen topaz before chrysoprasus chrysoprasus not sure how to say that one haven't heard of that one before but i bet it's beautiful jacinth and amethyst heard of amethyst before okay get this the 12 gates surrounding the city are pearls okay i've heard of ivory gates but the these gates are going to be gates of pearl i happen to like pearls I have several sets of pearls, black pearls, pink pearls, white pearls. I like pearls. <laughs> Each gate is a pearl. 
And the Lord tells us, you know what? He says, he goes to prepare a place for us. He said, in my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you that where I am, you may be also. So he's preparing places for those that love him. Beyond our wildest dream, beyond our wildest imagination. Okay, again, there will be no darkness, only light. I don't think that anyone on the face of this earth enjoys wealth better than God. He's the creator of wealth. He's the creator of the precious stones and the gems. And I mean, my goodness, that's he created the earth where we find all these things. Where we find these things. He created this earth. He wants to share his wealth and the beauty of his existence with us. That's what he desires. He desires that we dwell with him. That's what he's always wanted. When he created the Garden of Eden, he created a place for man to have peace and harmony and tranquility and love and where he would have everything that he needed, everything at his at his disposal. He wouldn't want for anything. And he just wanted mankind to love him in return. Just love me in return. I give you this. I give you my love. I share my love with you. I share my wealth with you. Just love me in return. And don't do anything to jeopardize this. Don't do anything to jeopardize this. And what was that jeopardy? Well, eating from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil jeopardized all of this. There shall in no wise enter into God's city anything Anything that defileth or worketh abomination or maketh a lie, but those that are written in the Lamb's book of life. Those that are written in the Lamb's book of life, they will be there. Not those that defile or work abomination or maketh a lie. All the people that are coming to the defense of homosexuality and and lumping it into this whole bullying issue and trying to make homosexuality and confusion. The Bible calls it confusion. The Bible calls it perversion. All the people that are sympathizing with this condition, with this with this sinful condition and making it as though we need to change the world to suit that. I am not for bullying anybody, but I'm here to tell you that that kind of confusion and that kind of sin and that kind of perversion is not going to be in heaven. So why support it down here and try to make it all right and try to make it all good and twist the scriptures to fit some people's, some people's preference. Other people have fallen into that probably through trauma and through generational curses, but some people just prefer it because they were exposed to it. They opened themselves up to it and they allowed those spirits of lust and lasciviousness to come in and take over and change their very nature. But why are we supposed to adapt the world contrary to the scriptures when this will not be permitted in heaven? 
Be back after the break. Has the tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. The Story of Me is a captivating and inspiring account of a woman able to overcome incest, abuse, and neglect to find a second chance at happiness. It is a story for those who have loved and been rejected, who have dreamt and fallen short, who have survived abuse, molestation, rape, or incest. The story of me is very inspirational for those who may see or find themselves in Diane Jones's story. You may purchase your copy of The Story of Me online at www.authorhouse.com or any of the major bookstores. to laugh along with This Little Parent Stayed Home with Ellie Lopreet. Friday evenings at 6, 5 central on Togedet.com. This is a truly realistic, no-nonsense, tell-it-like-it-is method that will have you laughing and crying, surviving while struggling, and hammering away at the hardships as you travel through the greatest journey of your life. Get empowered by joining thousands of other parents who have also decided to take a leap of faith into a double career with longer hours and half the pay simply because of the love they have for their children. Together, we are rebuilding a new economy that will support us rather than enslave us. Never again will we have to choose between raising our children and earning to provide for them. It won't be easy, but it will be worth it. For more on Allie and her success, check out her website, OurMilkMoney.com. So come get empowered with This Little Parent Stayed Home with Allie Lopreet. Friday afternoons at 6, 5 Central on Toginet.com. Thank God. Welcome back to I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet.com. The show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. Yes, back to your host. I am back with you. And we are talking about the joys and the good things and the pleasures that await those that love Jesus Christ. Those that have accepted God's plan for redemption. Those that have realized that, you know what? I can't make it on my own here. I I need to acknowledge my creator, the one who made me, the one who made heaven and earth. I can't make it without him. Those that have said, you know what? I don't want to live this way. I don't want to live in sin anymore. You know, yeah, sex might feel good. You know, it might give me physical pleasure. But, but yeah, what about the, the, the infection that I got because of it? What about, you know, my heart getting broken because the person 
got with me and then left me, you know, had, had, had sex with me and dumped me. What about, you know, the person's heart that I broke when I had sex with them and dumped them? Um, you know, what about the fact that I don't even care about, I mean, goodness sakes, there's so much that, so much negative that goes along with that temporary pleasure, that temporary pleasure. I mean, when you can have the pleasure of sex even in this life, if you do it in the context of how God intended it to be, you can have the pleasure of that in this life. And then you can go to a place where you don't even have to be concerned about it, where it's such a wonderful place and there's such peace and belonging and acceptance and harmony that you don't even need sex anymore. You don't need anything physical to make you feel connected or to give you pleasure. You won't be lacking anything. You won't be desiring anything. So you won't need anything external to give you pleasure. You'll be complete. You'll be whole. You'll be satisfied with just being in the presence of the Lord and ruling and reigning. Yes, people, when Christ establishes his kingdom, it's going to be a city. It's going to be a city and there's going to be things for us to do. There is, we're going to actually have things to do. Jobs, if you will. Not like we know in this life where your employer might, you know, misuse you and abuse you and take credit for your work and, and, and demand that, you know, you can't be in a minute late and, uh, cut your wages and all that crazy stuff. But we will have meaningful things to do, things that we will be responsible for that we will have, you know, authority over. Yes. <laughs> we won't just be floating on clouds. You know, with nothing to do, <laughs> we will have meaningful things to do and we will have pleasure beyond measure, but there won't be any need for that external uh, feeling of sex, if you will. I mean, my goodness. Anyway, there's some good books out there. There's some good books out there about um, 90 Minutes in Heaven. 90 Minutes in Heaven is a book. Uh, Don Piper tells his story about how as a preacher, as a pastor, as a minister, he was in a terrible car accident, uh, an accident. He died. He, he was pronounced legally dead by more than one healthcare professional, the paramedics and the police and everybody and how the Lord, uh, how, how he was greeted in heaven and what that experience was like. Okay. Good book. I know that there's probably some scoffers out there. This is not for you. If your heart is hard and you don't want to hear it and you're not interested, you know, that's, that's between you and the Lord. I feel, I feel, I feel for you. But for those of you that are hoping and wanting to know if there's anything better than this, if there's any, is there a heaven? Will there be a rapture? Is there something to look forward to? Is there punishment to look forward to? Is there glory to look forward to? If the, those of you that have questions, that's a good book. 90 minutes in heaven. Okay. Um, uh, matter of fact, the author of that 
the co-author of that book has a, a radio show on this very station, Toginet. <laughs> Cease. Cease and something. I forget the name of it. You got you ladies help me out. Um, anyway, another one. Divine Revelations of the Spirit Realm. Divine Revelations of Hell. Divine Re- Revelations of Heaven. Cease and me. There you go. There you go. Thank you, ladies. (laughs) Thank you. Divine revelations, I believe. Oh, my goodness. I can't remember her name. Baxter. I think her name is Meredith Baxter. Another good book. Divine revelations of heaven. Okay. But you know what? For me, the book of Revelation says it all. Says enough. I don't even have to have anything extra. But if you want something extra, there's some good books out there. Okay. Of people's experiences with heaven. Yeah. Thank you, honey. My husband just told me it is Meredith Baxter. Divine Revelations of Heaven. Get the books. Check it out. The Bible tells us, people, that a book will be opened. Okay, there's going to be a judgment day for every last human being. And the Bible tells us that a book will be opened on that day and another book will be opened. One of those books will be the book of life. Okay, the book of life. If you have accepted Christ as the propitiation, propitiation, ooh, I got tongue-tied there, the mediator and the sacrifice for your sins, if you have accepted Christ as the means to, to relationship with God, then your name will be written in the book of life. Revelation tells us this, okay? Your name will be written in the Lamb's book of life. It also tells us that we will have to give account of every idle word, every deed that we have done in this body, in this life. Okay? We will have to give account for it and we will be judged according. Those who have not repented will not be in heaven. Repent means to turn from your sin. Okay, those who have not repented will not be in heaven, but those who have repented of sin. When I talk about repentance, I'm not talking about those that profess to be believers. There's so many people that profess to believe, they say they believe in God. They say they believe in Jesus Christ, but that's where it stops. They have not repented of their sins. They have not turned from their sins. They still live a casual regular lifestyle of sin. There is so much carnality in the so-called church that it is frightening. It's frightening because there's really like no difference between so many of these people that profess Christ and those that live in sin. So I'm talking about those who have repented of their sins. They will inherit eternal life. We will inherit eternal life, eternal life where we will rule and reign with Christ in 
heaven in the new Jerusalem in that new holy city. Okay, he's preparing that place for those who love him. Let me go to Revelations here. 21. Revelations 21, 1 through 7. It says, And I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. And I, John, he's the writer of this book, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. And God himself shall be with them and be their God. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying. Neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. And he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I will make all things new. And he said unto me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. And he said unto me, It is done. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give unto him that is a thirst of the fountains of the water of life freely. He that overcometh, there's that word again, shall inherit all things and I will be his God and he shall be my son. Why endure sexual abuse and rape for the sake of gaining wealth? That's prostitution. Wealth is already promised to those who serve God. Why serve Satan when he comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy? God has abundant life, and he owns such wealth as has not been seen yet. Overcome today and be made whole and you will inherit eternal life, a life of riches, a life of wealth, a life with nothing but joy, peace, contentment, belonging, acceptance, Love, friendship, relationship. I plan on being in that place. See you. Be back on the air next. Love you.